Welcome to Monday Morning Coffee with Inside the Firm. Each week, our hosts will be interviewing local, regional, and national business leaders to give you an inside peek into how they lead their business to success in the ever-competitive business climate. Welcome to another special episode of Inside the Firm. Today, we are broadcasting from the AIA convention on the floor in the ArcCat booth. As you can see here on YouTube, if you're listening terrestrially, you'll just have to imagine what it looks like. And I have a special guest, sort of impromptu, from Centria, Julie. Julie, who are you? What do you do? How did you get here? Yeah, uh, I'm Julie Schessler. I am a product manager at Centria. I've been with Centria for about three and a half years. Um, we manufacture a variety of building envelope solutions, insulated metal panels, and single skin solutions. So yeah, that's about it. Yeah. How did you get into the industry? I mean, did you were you you know were you playing basketball before this, <laughs> and then you wanted to switch? No, uh, before Centria, I was working at a company called Forms and Surfaces, which is also in Pittsburgh and manufactures interior architectural products. Oh, okay. Um, so um, you know that the industry is pretty small and. Um, when I was ready to do something else, Centrio was there, and I knew some people that worked there that had been previous co-workers of mine, and it was a really good fit. So. Got, it. Got it. What did you go to school for? Uh, I started in architecture. And oh, then, like, like to be an architect? Yes, I did. Oh. And then I uh, changed my major, and I ended up in writing, so a little bit of marketing mixed in there. and. What just, why did you switch from architecture to, to marketing? Um, or, sorry, writing. Even though I love architecture, and I love looking at architecture I think yeah. after my first year it was just I didn't see myself being creative in that way all the time oh, okay so I ended up kind of shifting gears but still love loving architecture and then I sort of fell into architectural product marketing and here I am yeah yeah so uh, tell us about your your day-to-day at, at Centria you know what are your responsibilities mm-hmm. and how do you try to get uh, Centria out to the world for everybody to understand? so product management's a little bit different everywhere but at Centria, we do a lot of product development, sales strategy, you know, where is the marketplace going? Where do we want to go? What new products do we need? What, you know, I talk a lot with our sales team, with our dealers, with our customers, try to figure out what direction we want to go in. And then whenever we do launch new products and, and keeping our existing products updated, I work with our internal marketing team and make sure all the website documents are up to date, that we have photography of our products, things like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, when so I was when I was speaking with Brian earlier um, with with Arcad, yeah. VP of marketing. Mm-hmm. One of the th- one of the things that he brought up that I thought was a really interesting like it's obvious once you once he said it, but before that I wouldn't even have, have thought of it. Is that he's like, well, what I like to do is I like to go right to the architects. Yeah, and under and just and he said they will bluntly tell you mm-hmm. here's where you need to put your product. So I yeah see where it's at. Or do you guys kind of have that strategy too? Yeah, um, we. We obviously list our products with ArcCAD and there's some other places as well. Um, We find that most architects will want to be directed to our website at some point. That's where all of our product information is housed. You can download all of our, you know, brochures from there. So, yeah, I think definitely um, some people still like to have those physical brochures. There's always going to be that desire to kind of look at it and kind of handle it. But I think a lot more traffic is going to the website. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, tell us about Centria and you know some of the new exciting things that are maybe coming online. If you if you can tell us, yeah. you know, what, versus what's proprietary or yeah. not, you know, that sort of thing. No, absolutely. So we're always looking at ways to improve our systems with insulated metal panels. You know, you've got uh, building envelope 
um, science, building science that goes into it and how can we improve our values and how can we make our installation easier and make it more cost effective for for the labor market, especially with the labor market oh, yeah. being what it is now. Yeah. So we're looking at different ways to do what we like to call additive manufacturing so that there's less labor in the field. So we'll do more in the facility and then uh, there's less that needs to be done. So with a tough labor market, we're really just looking to help the customers get their products on the wall faster. Smart, smart. I got to imagine that's one of your pitches then mm -hmm. when you guys are talking to contractors or specifiers and that Absolutely. Whole thing. Time savings, simplicity, you know, lack of um, opportunity for errors goes down right. when we're doing that as it, opposed right, to Right, because you're in the controlled environment exactly, and, and that yes, sort of thing. Correct. Yeah. Uh, talk about COVID, and I don't mean the disease specifically, <laughs> but I'm talking about, so I'm an I'm a architect plus a general contractor, uh -huh. and um, you know the supply chain is just like out of control. Yep. Uh, it seems to be getting a little bit better, but I would love right. to hear like, did you guys see any pinch points? Oh, absolutely. How, how did you solve pinch point problems? Where do you see are we get is the supply chain getting better? Yeah, it seems to be uh, like a rolling issue, right? So we'll see. At the beginning of COVID, we started to see a lot of issues at once, and then it slowed down. And steel was obviously a big problem yeah. to get in house, and it really slowed us down for a while. We worked through that, and now we're stocking more material than we typically would have before, knowing that this could happen again. And now there's some issues with coatings. I mean, across the industry, getting raw materials for those. Um, and, and even like our sealants, we've had some issues with that. So we've just had to make some adjustments along the way and find substitutions. And even with our foam products, the same thing, you know, just doing a couple of swaps on some of our components and we've, we've rolled with it and we've managed to keep going, but it was definitely challenging, especially in 2021. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how about remote working? I know this is sort of off tangent and like not directly with Centria, but yeah. like, uh, did you guys... Did you guys uh, go from in-house to remote and we now are you back did. to hybrid? Like, where is that? So we went on, it was March 13th, 2020 was the last day we were in the office um, and we all just went home. We thought it would be two weeks. Right. And even then we thought, oh my gosh, how are we going to all work from home for two weeks? We just... Were you, we, yeah, was... and. Were you prepared? I mean, was... We, we weren't. Okay. But our company quickly got us prepared for all of us to work from home. So that Monday afterwards, we were all hitting the ground running. And there were growing pains, learning to work together, you know, using Teams every day instead of walking to somebody's desk to talk to them. Yeah. And it was definitely hard at first. And again, like, we thought it was going to be two weeks when we first went curve, home. Yeah. And then uh, two years later, we finally went back to the <laughs> office very recently. So, so like literally just this last spring? Yeah, in okay. uh, March, we had everybody come back. So Full time? Um, the Most of the people come in Thursday, um, Tuesday through Thursday. Um, the leaders are typically there all week. Um, so we have some leadership meetings that are that happen on those days that people aren't there. But we've we've been more flexible too. If people have needs where they need to be at home, and especially if people are sick, you know, we don't, obviously. we obviously don't want them coming obviously. in. <laughs> well, I think that was one of the biggest learning lessons for everybody. Is like mm -hmm. for me, for me and Alex, mm -hmm. uh, my business partner, you know, and the co-host of the show is mm -hmm. like that was one of the, like we we were always those people of mm -hmm. like if you're sick, stay home. Like, like right. how, why is this even a question? 
and then the rest of society finally caught up like yeah stay like stay home yeah. if you can obviously some people can you know if they're blue collared or whatever right. like that so how, what do you think of the hybrid model then do you think that's sort of like if that if there is some silver lining you think it is a silver lining that we have moved to now I do and I think it, we learn to make it work for all the time so you know when when people aren't there you, you set up a teams meeting you've got people in the room and people on teams but you know that said it is still nice to have everybody in the room it, it can be difficult even with technology really? to hear everybody especially yep. if lots of people are in the room and you got one or two on the phone it tends to be a little oh, bit more difficult. screaming kids in the background, barking dogs. <laughs> of yeah. course, yes. Yeah. I have a four-year-old, so <laughs> I lived that life for a while. <laughs> yeah. 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 Interesting times for mm-hmm. sure. Um, there's a lot of small business owners that listen to this show, mm-hmm. uh, architects, uh, contractors, kind of you name it, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I speak to people like you who are in marketing, I always like to ask them, like, what is one piece of advice you would give to any small business owner, or just any business owner? Yeah. Like, like, what is one fundamental thing they should be doing marketing? Uh, well, I would say be flexible and, and pay attention to the trends and, and don't be set in your ways as far as how you do things now. Because as we learned with COVID, you can't keep doing what you've always done and expect right. to get the same results, especially when the world changes so drastically. Yeah. yeah. What about, uh, so is there is there any, um, what the economy is, you know, on the tips of everybody's tongue and yeah. sort of like I was speaking with, um, uh, with Bill before this mm-hmm. inter- interview and everything. And one of the things we were talking about was, well, feels like we're on a, like a sugar rush right yeah. all that money got printed and it's like okay like we and then it's with the building industry you know all this work from home and people were remodeling and it's right. just like it went kind of crazy yeah seems like it's going to be a hangover mm-hmm. and we maybe we'll see a downturn i would love to hear your opinion on do you think we're going to head into a really hard bad hangover mm. slash recession or do you think it's going to be soft you know are you optimistic are you pessimistic um, I, I certainly want to take the optimistic stance and we're still working through a lot of backlog from, you know, COVID times when you couldn't get material and, and with schedules shifting. So I think there's still going to be a lot of backlog going into any downturn that we do see. Um, and we're making adjustments now to prepare ourselves for, you know, maybe, maybe the types of products that people want are going to be different. Maybe they're not going to be focused as much on the high end products, maybe yeah. more industrial type solutions. So we're looking into that, but so far it hasn't slowed down. If anything, ours has picked up in the last couple months. Yeah, yeah, I know. Same here. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I mean. But it's 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 almost seems like too good to be true, and I'm trying not to pinch myself. Right. Um. It would it would be nice if the building industry didn't suffer like we did last time. Yeah. And because there were other industries that were thriving in 2008 and just plowed through it and they yeah. crushed. I mean, RCAP was one of them. Right. Um, so very interesting. Well, we're com- kind of coming up on the end of the interview and I want to thank you for your time yeah. today. There's uh, there's uh, always one uh, <laughs> sort of question I like to ask everybody yeah. is uh, knowing what you know now and if you could go back in time to when you first started your marketing career, mm-hmm. what is one piece of advice you give your former self? Oh, man, I think just learn as much as you can go to don't say no to any learning opportunities i think there were probably times early in my career where you know there was a conference or something and it was so busy with the day-to-day that i didn't take the time and you're never going to be less busy you're only going to get more busy so when you're young and new to your career that's the time when you should be doing all those things yeah and the flexibility there's no four-year-old at that point that's right? right that's right <laughs> you got it there you go <laughs> um well thanks so much for your time today if people like what they heard from you and they want to get in touch with you or find mo- out more about centria where can they go centria.com beautiful okay thanks thank so much thank you yeah